Hey there, I'm Lucas Fitz. If you know me, you know two things to be true. I love a good pair of denim, and I'm always here for the stories. When I first got into the heritage goods movement and buying intentionally, I looked to American Field as an industry leader in connecting cool brands to cool consumers. There's nothing better than hearing the story behind how a big idea grew into a business. Now, we're bringing it online and inviting you to join in the conversation, whether you're watching or listening along from wherever you call home. I'll be hosting these fireside chats, intimate, personal looks at the inner workings of some of our favorite brands on our AF network. So, sit down, grab a whiskey or coffee or beer, and ride along as we shine the spotlight on real people and real stories. This is AF Fireside. Today's episode is presented by Jamestown, a global real estate investment and management company known for transforming spaces into innovation hubs and community centers. Learn more at jamestownlp.com. Hey, welcome back to AF Fireside. As always, I'm your host, Lucas C. Fitz, joined today by Alex Faraday, who is one of the founders of Faraday Brand, a uh, brand that I've had my eyes on for God, quite a while. I think for like when I started getting into giving a shit about the stuff that I buy, you guys were one of the first brands to come up. So I'm, I'm stoked to have this conversation. Um, welcome, Alex. Thanks, Lucas. Happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. How has the last chunk of time been since I think we last uh, we last digitally spoke at the AF Live event back in May, April, May of 2020, which feels like forever ago. What's uh, how'd you guys get out of the hole? <laughs> that feels like forever ago. Right. Uh, that's when we, we, we like all pup, piled in our car, put all of our kids in it and drove down to South Carolina to my in-laws house. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, we're back, man. We, you know, we had, a, you know, we had a good year given everything that was going on in the world. Um, and, you know, family stayed healthy. My kids actually went to school all year last year, which I know a lot of people didn't have that. So childcare was, was pretty good. Nice. And, you know, I think we, um, you know, we've been busting our butt the last seven or eight years. So when that hit, I think we were like, oh, sh- you know, F this, this, yeah. this is going to suck. But honestly, like once, you know, once summer hit um, and people were kind of like going out in their own little way and, you know, going to maybe some specific beach locations or mountain locations, like I think just being outdoors more, um, I think that really helped us actually. And, and we had a good year and it was tough, but, um, made us stronger and, uh, yeah, the beach wasn't that crowded. So like a lot, a lot more waves last summer. (laughs) Yeah. Summer 2020 is, um, was such a weird vibe in itself. Like when I think about pandemic era, I guess I think more about last fall and people started freaking out again, rightfully so. But the summer really was this weird eye of the storm where it felt like kind of this this fool's normal for a little bit um yeah but i'm glad you mentioned outdoors you know we're kind of focusing on outdoor brands for this next little series that we're doing and you guys really are are the kings of summer um i think that for the apparel industry and for just for people that rely on other people buying clothes summer is is really tough <laughs> like it's, it's a hard time for it to be feel stylish it's a hard time to feel like your your clothes are utility but you guys really nail that so i want to get to that in a bit but i'm hoping you can kind of give a 30,000 foot rundown of of what exactly the brand is and, and what you guys do okay cool so Faraday is my last name uh and it is a brand that my my I have an identical twin brother mike um who's been dressing me since i was born 
Okay. And he's been styling me out and he's been styling my family out. And he's just one of those kids that was just gifted from an early age, um, creatively. Cool. And, uh, we grew up in a little, in a little small beach town in New Jersey. So surfing was like our first, first favorite thing that we did. And we would spend every day we ever could surfing. Um, and that was when the surf brands in the nineties were huge, quick, Billabong, Rip Curl, um, it was all over the United States. And that's what we grew up with. And then as we got older, my parents moved us. My dad was commuting from our, from Jersey to, to New York City. And my dad got sick of commuting. So like, hey, we're, we're moving you guys to New York City. Um, good luck. And, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, you're shopping in New York City and there just sort of wasn't, you know, you couldn't really find the type of clothes that we grew up wearing in the city. Um, but there's also some things you learn being in New York and shopping in the department stores, like there's some really amazing fabrics and, you know, there's amazing stuff coming out. So we was able to like see those two worlds. And, and Mike at 17 wrote his college essay on Faraday. And it was a brand that kind of took this sort of surf beach vibe and merged that into, you know, a, more of a designer premium concept um, that could kind of work uh, in the city, could work at the beach work in the outdoors um and that's been something that since he was 17 he wrote that him and i have been telling everyone we've ever met what are you gonna do when we get older we're gonna have a clothing brand and um right when we turned right around when we turned 30 years old uh we were ready we, we decided to quit our jobs mike was mike after um college worked at ralph Lauren as a designer and designed for the double rl brand um and rugby brand and that was around um and i worked in finance and we, we did it so it's been eight years and um you know, we kind of say like our initial tagline was, uh, you know, all the times you're at the beach and all the times you wish you were there um, is like was the kind of initial vibes of the brand. It's definitely like evolved. Um, we now make 365 clothes, winter, summer, spring, but like the passion of the initial building of the brand was around the beach in summer. Um, and to your point, like it's definitely the, our favorite season. Uh, I think especially when you grow up in the Northeast, it's kind of all you got the rest yep. of your stuff. So <laughs> yep. we live and breathe it all the time. Um, and I think you just put a ton of energy towards it. And, and, um, and I think to your point, like it's definitely a season where uh, people kind of wait for fall and there's like a little bit of a couple months of lull time between spring and fall. And we just, we rev it up. Uh, yeah. June's always one of our biggest months. Wild. Crazy. So, uh, first of all, I didn't realize you guys were twins. I guess I should have realized that because you guys look super similar, but my brother and I look kind of, we look like we'd be related, but not twins. Um, that's, that's cool. And, and crazy. <laughs> um, secondly, so you said that he wrote this essay at 17 and you guys didn't kick off the brand until 30. So the dream was there, but you, did you intentionally hold off on it? Or yeah. Was it yeah. So Mike, Mike, Mike wanted to learn the craft. Um, you know, he'd always, I think as a teenager, he fell in love with Ralph Lauren. That was like, you know, the, the late nineties was the heyday. The nineties sure. was the heyday for Ralph Lauren fell in love with it. And, you know, I think both of us, like, let's, let's get our respective experiences. Let's work and grind and, and he'll learn the design side. I'll save as much money as I can. Um, and so I'm, I've kind of always been the, the business side. Mike's always been the creative side. And, and I think once we felt like we, we had the base to, to jump off and do it, uh, you know, cause we're going to do this. Like we always wanted to do it. So I don't think there was a huge rush. Sure. It's sort of like, when are we ready? Okay. I mean, that's like a pretty uh, astute and mature uh, outlook to have going into college. 
I wasn't yeah. making decisions like that then. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I think my mom is just like, okay. she's just so worried. She just kept saying, don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. And that, uh, that checks out. That it also, out. honestly, like looking back, um, you know, it also, yeah, it, it, it was the best thing for us to wait it out and, sure. and kind of build out our careers where we could. Totally. Uh, do you guys run into, run into issues being, well, having having more DNA in common than most business partners do. You know what? It's amazing. We like because we're so much alike. I mean, I think creatively, he is on a, he's on a totally different wavelength than me. Sure. And analytically, numbers wise, I'm a, like we're kind of like complete opposites in that way. But the way our brains process things is actually very similar. So like interesting. And we handle decision making similarly. We hmm. handle like our instincts are very similar. Like almost all, I, I would say almost once a day, one of us will say something to each other. It's like, I was thinking the same thing. Hmm. I was thinking the same thing. And like, we're just, it's fucking, sometimes it's like, yeah. it, it happens too much. Yeah. Um, so there's something about our genetic makeup that actually makes us amazing business partners for that reason. Hmm. I mean, I've, I've heard, heard plenty of things about uh, what, you know, it's not telepathy, but what do you call it when, siblings and twins can communicate like that do you do you lean into any of those beliefs do you think that that there's any merit to yeah yeah i mean yeah. We're, we're, we're i kind of know how he's feeling hmm. just by looking at him sometimes yeah damn that's like a, an entire other conversation some stuff. of that super, you know yeah so i think some of that's genetic and some of that is you know we, we spent 18 years living in the same bedroom right oh so, okay. there's a lot there's a lot of time with one person you know we're yeah. in every team together our friends were always the same. You know, it's also like, you know, you, you become similar to the people you spend a lot of time with. Yeah. And, and, and you both live in New York still. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, um, he lives in Dumbo neighborhood and I live in okay. the neighborhood. Nice. Fairly close. Cool. Not the same bedroom now. No, not anymore. Not anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> we always had twin. We always had the twin beds. Love it. Love it. Um, so when I think surf, I think I think West Coast. Am I am I off base? I'm, I'm not a surf expert by no any means, but I think I think West Coast. Is that true? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like the surf uh, culture is a bigger deal. Okay, um, totally. Because I, I I spent a good happen. a good chunk of uh, my upbringing between the Carolinas and in New Jersey in the summer, and it I never saw never saw surfers as never saw surfing the way I saw it in the movies out out in California. Um, and and I I would I would have get if you showed me the brand blind I would have said oh yeah surf surf vibes California how do you marriage uh, or how do you marry that um that kind of balance between east and west coast inspiration it's I mean it's the same you know it's I mean it's, the ocean has a different name but it's the same um mm. it's you know I, I I fell in love uh kind of once I got into my twenties I fell in love with um, North County San Diego so like Cardiff and Encinitas and Del Mar, like that's one of the most amazing places in the United States. Um, so I started spending a lot of time there. Um, and honestly, like, it's not that much different, you know, the Northeast is older, obviously, and the architecture is different. And, but the people, the vibes, like it's a very similar world. Like if you grow up on the beach and you live in France or you live in Southern California, or you live in Costa Rica, like mm -hmm. there's something about that that doesn't really matter. Um, you know, where you're from, I think Southern California, just it's, because of the weather, it's just a bigger deal. Um, and it's more, it's, it's more something that everyone does, but 
it's the same, man. I mean, we, people will always say that. I think the Northeast is definitely a little bit preppier. Um, it's a little bit more like I'd say preppier and also a little bit more design, like designer. So I think marrying those two worlds of like, you know, we started in New York city cause that's where our jobs were and that's where our families were. Um, but then at the same time, like, you know, almost, you know, LA market, SoCal always been, you know, our number two biggest market. Like it's also being able to play and live harmoniously between New York and SoCal. Like a lot of brands can either live in new, you know, in the Northeast or SoCal and not vice versa. I think a lot of sure. us is living, living in both areas in a way that makes sense. Cool. So when it comes to design, what are, what are like the tenants that you have to stick to, to be able to communicate in both languages? Um, I think that it's, it's definitely around, um, functionality, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's like, I, I just say like in summertime shorts is one of our biggest business businesses. And, you know, can you, if you, you know, like if, if you just were a, like someone who lived in New York city and you wanted to make shorts, like you'd probably only make baggies, like sure. elastic waist baggies. That's what, but, you know, we grew up with board shorts and technical shorts. And so I think it's like being able to merge something where like, we, we want to be able to surf in them. We want to be able to wear them. Like it needs to hold up to like that standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but also kind of look, look cool and look interesting, um, versus I think, you know, some of the surf brands over time, I've like, I think it's like, they've lost a little bit of like the, the design chops sure. of like how they look. Yeah. Well, and, and I feel like it's interesting that you guys, um, when I, when I think of these kind of surf, let's say surf skate sport utility brands, uh, eventually if you get big enough, you can lean on a logo. You know, and like, I think I haven't seen, I guess I haven't seen a billabong thing since middle school, but, um, but that's like, you know, they throw a logo on something and that, and that's what sells. And when you have that, that perspective, you're also equally invested in the kind of, des- as you said, the design functionality, uh, that puts you, you're able to play in two categories at the same time, which is, is pretty cool. Uh, so going back to, to the summertime, I, I know you said that you guys really rip in June and, and in the warmer months, any tips for brands, uh, you know, brand founders and makers out there that might be listening in terms of ways to, to get a leg up on this season. that can be so hard for people that are so focused in, you know, jeans and sweatshirts and flannels and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, materials is obviously, I think you know, in summer it's paramount. So mm-hmm. fabric development, material development um, is super important because no matter how how perfect something's made, if the, if the feel is not light enough and the weight's not right, you just can't sell it. So I think very, very intentionally about fabric um, and fabric development there. And that's definitely Mike's background, like coming from a brand like RRL, like that's all he did there for 10 years. So mm-hmm. that's all we do here. So we're always just developing new blends, new yarns, um, especially in summer, like hemp and flax is, is super lightweight. So how do we incorporate that into um, a lot of what we do? And I think also like our brand's always been a big natural fiber brand, like lots of organic cotton. And so it's like natural fibers are amazing in summer. Um, 
So I think that's where, you know, all this performance, heavy performance, Lululemon, like workout stuff, like it's, a, it's not that great to wear it when it's really hot out and you yeah. just want to chill. For sure. So um, I think we always go back to like, the, just like, yeah, chill vibes. Like that's what the summertime is. So it's all about how the fabric drapes and weights. Totally. What has the process been like over the last decade or so uh, for you personally, you know, coming from the analytical finance mind to learn the apparel side? Oh, man. You had told me what this was <laughs> 10 years ago. Dude, it is hard. That yeah. is like the one word I will say. It, it is really hard. Um, I don't think I appreciated how much goes into one running a business and then how much goes into sure. this business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got to design it, source it, make it, sell it, ship it, market it. Um, there's not that many businesses that have to do everything. Right. Um, and our businesses have to do all of it. Um, you know, and we took the route of kind of having retail, having wholesale, having online from the mm-hmm. beginning. So it's sort of every channel adds, um, a level of complexity. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's a beast and you got to love it and you got to live and breathe it. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, for someone who like likes challenges and being pushed every day, like it's just been an amazing experience. And like, I definitely like wake up every day being like, I'm so freaking fortunate. Um, and I'm so happy I decided to do it. Sure. Yeah. Was there, was there ever a point where maybe that wasn't going to be, I know you, you guys had this dream. Was it ever looking like that wasn't going to happen? I think, it, I think it was always going to happen. I think Mike was always going to do this. I think there was definitely some, some thought, you know, I had a pretty good job in finance, like mm-hmm. a thought of like, you know, Mike can just do it. You know, I can keep having a good secure job and life will be just fine. Sure. Um, but then I think the closer it got to it happening and, and I think just our dynamic as twins and always talking about it, it was like, uh, I, I would never be able to live with myself if I, if I didn't do sure. it. Um, and then, you know, the first, the first three or four years, five years, I mean, it's hard. So lose up your moments. You're like, is this really like, is this, this is a lot of easier ways to, to make a living. Sure. Uh, so that's where the, the, you know, the families, our whole family's involved in the business. I think that's been huge. Um, mm-hmm. My wife, my wife, and my mom all were we were all co-founders of the business together. Oh, cool. So I mean, we live and breathe this together. I mean, yeah. it adds it adds complexities for sure, but this is our livelihood. Um, you know, this is what we do. This is who we are. So uh, I think that keeps us super super psyched about it. Yeah. Are you still pretty pretty active, uh, athletically surfing and stuff to? have something to do outside of this? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it definitely like, you know, the first bunch, you know, I would say like even the first like six or seven years, it's hard to find that space. Cause you're so, you're so busy. You got so much going on. Um, but Mike and I just did it. We just did a four day surf trip to Costa Rica. Nice. That was amazing. And um, yeah, we, we get to the beach on the weekends all the time for sure. That's great cool well you guys have come come a very long way last last kind of question last thought i want to talk to you about um i want to dive into where you started in terms of product offering um and looking now you kind of have this holistic 
you know, men's and women's lifestyle brand? Where, where did you start and how did you get to where you are and what's stayed the same the whole time? All right. So our first product we ever made, and that was our only product you could buy for probably the first, you know, six to nine months was, um, uh, shorts. So, uh, kind of like taking the technology that was out there from a recycled, um, polyester perspective. So we, we, that's kind of what we spent the first year or so of product development on was like what the surf brands were starting to do in recycle poly and, and getting in with some of the, the, the fiber makers there. So we launched a line of, um, board shorts, bathing suits, and then our, our all day shorts, which, which today, to this day are still our best, best selling short cool. that first season. Um, the fabric composition was different at the time, but you know, the logo was the same, like the, where the, I mean, it was the, the silhouette was generally the same that we started with eight years ago. Um, and then over time, you know, shorts was the main thing. I think that was like, that's what we, we felt as consumers was the biggest need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we kind of added new things every, every season. And then I think a year, a year after we started, we launched sort of, you know, tops and knits and wovens. And that's when we launched the wholesale, um, cool. And then from there, it's, you know, usually it's just usually new stuff that Mike and I want to wear that we don't have. So got to add it. That's the move, right? That's, <laughs> that's, that's the biggest perk. Cool. Well, where can folks keep in touch uh, and, and see the next thing that you guys want to wear that they can also get for themselves? For sure. Yeah. Check out, um, check out our Instagram. We're always, uh, you know, showing some product in the Instagram, veritybrand.com, uh, which is our website. And then, um, you know, we also sell in a bunch of retailers uh across the country so check out our website i think we're in we're in most most cities now um nice. and you can see the product in person i think it's always great to support those local um those local stores for sure for sure for sure it's nice to see everybody getting back on their feet but especially those retailers um it's good to see people getting back in the swing there hopefully hopefully they keep crushing through the summer uh i know you guys will awesome well, Alex, appreciate your time today. Uh, glad we could we could sit down and, and talk summer. I'm gonna probably go throw a pair of shorts on it. For sure, man. Great to talk to you, Lucas. Take care. See you. See you. Bye. I'm Lucas Fitz, and this is AF Fireside. To learn more about all the brands featured on the podcast, check out fireside.shopaf.co, and don't forget to subscribe to us on your streaming platform of choice. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is presented by Jamestown, a global real estate investment and management company known for transforming spaces into innovation hubs and community centers. Learn more at jamestownlp.com.